Welcome to the Okie Country Good News. This is community talk that matters. I'm Cliff Castile, your host. This podcast is produced at the Okie Country 101.7 studios in Muskogee, Oklahoma. And this is where we spotlight the good news in Muskogee and the area. Here, we focus on the good things, good people, and good events happening right here in our community. I'm so thankful you joined us today. This is the Okie Country Good News, a product of Okie Country 101.7. Now, I bet you didn't know that there were only seven rules for life. I know you'd probably think there's so many more, but in a simplified form, there are seven rules of life. And we're going to start with number seven, and we'll count them down. Number seven of the seven rules of life Take care of your body and your mind because one struggles to survive without the other. Number six, make peace with your past. Focus on being present and creating a better future. Number five, avoid negativity. Avoid negative thoughts, negative situations, and negative people. Number four, these are the seven rules of life. Number four, don't compare. Everyone's on a different journey. Number three, don't give up. If it doesn't work the first time, find another way. We're talking the seven rules of life. We're counting them down. Number two, be kind. You have the power to make people feel good. And number one, it always works out in the end. The seven rules of life. This is the Okie Country Good News, where we talk about good things, good people, good events, sometimes good food. It's all good here. It's me, Cliff. Welcome to the podcast. A special guest this morning, the new tourism director, Muskogee Tourism. It's Jordan Jorgensen. I hope I said your name right. Did I get it right? <laughs> yes, you did. You did. You got a lot of J's in your name. Yeah, you should see it whenever it's spelled out. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so how you liking it? Tourism director, Muskogee, Oklahoma. It's really, really exciting. I'm enjoying it so far. Well, congratulations. And I know there's so many great things. And that's kind of mm-hmm. what we're here to talk about today. Nothing in particular, but yet bringing a lot of information here. Because there are good things, good events, good things happening right here. And I think you probably know more than the average Joe when it comes to (laughs) what's happening around Muskogee. Well, I certainly hope so. You know, they kind of expect me to be, right? Yeah. (laughs) I'm excited about so many events, and I don't know which ones you're prepared to talk about today. But I do want to throw this out just because I don't want to forget it. But I'm kind of excited about the new Depot Green. What a great great venue this mm-hmm. is turning out to be and uh, we've partnered with the radio station Okie Country 101.7 we've teamed up with Muskogee Parks and Recreation to present a family movie night and me being a storm chaser you know <laughs> I'm gonna love the movie Twister August 20th and families are invited to come out they're gonna have food trucks a great place I'm just hoping the weather keeps it cool and not stormy but to see uh, Twister which just celebrated its 25th anniversary and uh, kind of a big deal kind of a big deal I feel like you might have had a a part to play and what the selection would have been? I Actually, I did it. Found out <laughs> about it and I was so excited about it. But that's just one of the many things happening in Muskogee. Why don't you tell me what you have up your sleeve over there? Well, some more things that are happening at the Depot Green Weekly. On Tuesdays, they uh, actually meet up and they'll walk, ride, run the trail that mm-hmm. starts there and it's the Centennial Trail that goes all through the city. Right. So nice. that happens at 5.30 every week if you're really into fitness. And then they also have All Aboard Thursdays with live music and that's kind of a, an all-day come and enjoy the green space Mm -hmm. so they have uh, live music they'll they'll get out there at around 11 live music starts at noon they have food trucks and it's kind of a break away from your day during the summertime and then in the evenings they'll have live music again at 5 30 
Nice. And I've been seeing that. Anna Jennings has been one of the performers. Mm-hmm. They've had a couple of times, and I've been tracking her very talented career since she was just a small kid. Now I guess she's well, she's getting all grown up. Maybe telling my she just age keeps a little too. Better. <laughs> but she does and does a great job. But again, these are family-oriented events. Families are welcome to come down. There's no purchase necessary. There's no ticket. Mm-hmm. It's just if you want something off a food truck, they make it available. But all the great entertainment's free. Mm-hmm. It's just a great service. It is. And on Thursdays, if you are interested and want to keep the day going, you can actually hop over to the Oklahoma Music Hall of Fame. They're Mm -hmm. having their Thursday night live. It's been rocking the dock through COVID, but kind of opened it up a little bit to be able to go inside since it's it's been so hot. We've got to have some air conditioning. (laughs) I know, right? And you'll have to follow them, omhof.org, I believe, or maybe just .com, but you can get their lineup and it changes every week. But Mm -hmm. Muskogee more of a music town than people may know there's a lot of musical events happening and Mm -hmm. during covid a lot of things like you just mentioned were a little different but it's good to see things getting back to normal and i hope we can stay that way yes some of the covid numbers rising but you know we're going to get through this one way or another and they'll weather cools down i'm sure they'll bring it back to the dock if need to you can't really stop live music in muskogee i don't know what it is you can't (laughs) stop them there's too much talent here yeah we're we're wanting to be known as the music city around here and speaking of live music there's actually live music every weekend at the rail and the brewery and on Wednesday nights they have it over at the break too they call it live at five live at five mm-hmm. see so much music so many talented singers songwriters musicians this is such a cool town it really is and there's so much happening for it to be a smaller town and I've lived in bigger cities and I know that you have to mm-hmm. and sometimes there's almost too much going on and <laughs> those you get indecisive you got to fight traffic there's a lot of things that are kind of negative in the bigger city, you don't have any of those here. If you want to go catch the live music, you're probably just a few minutes away and it's an easy drive and not overly crowded and there's just a lot of positives. Plus, you just get great entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so absolutely. Cool. And it's great because you get to see these local artists be who they are before they hit it big. Right. And then they're also bringing in people from all over the state, sometimes all over the region that are traveling mm-hmm. through to come and play right here in Muskogee, Oklahoma. It's hard to believe sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> it is, but you know, that's, that's one of the charming things about a city like Muskogee. It is. It does have charm. I Mm -hmm. think you just said the perfect word. Well, there's so many things. Have anything else going on? I know the Roxy Theater has lots of events, too, if you'd like to keep it inside. uh, We actually are kind of, I say we, I'm housed over there right now. So I'm, I'm kind of like in the in-between there, but they are working on having uh, some movies, and then they're having some comedians come through, also some concerts that'll be happening there as well. See? So uh, definitely take a look. If you're driving through, take a look at the marquee, for sure, and check out their website, because there's there's a lot of things that the dates are pending, so I don't want to give any solid dates right now, but there's a lot of stuff that's in the works that you'll see out there. Now, we do have our own brewery in town. Mm -hmm. We have lots of places where you can have uh, an adult beverage that's Mm -hmm. ice cold and enjoy Enjoy the air conditioning. It's kind of a cool thing to have. There's a lot of things, and I'm going to steer you in a different direction because I've heard through the grapevine that you're very fascinated, as I am, with the history of Muskogee. Mm-hmm. And, and I know we're not going to get into detail right now, but do people realize, do you think, as a whole, what a, an important part of Oklahoma history that Muskogee in our area has been? It's such a historic place that if people would just go to Three Rivers Museum and mm-hmm. take a good couple of hours, don't just run through there, read and observe and study. We live in a fascinating part of the world. We truly do. And, you know, the Three Rivers Museum just put on their Bass Re 
Reeves Western History Conference, right. which has been going on for, I think, 11 years now. I just attended my first time. I was in my hoop skirt, so I really <laughs> learned how to navigate in something that was pretty wide like that. But it really uh, took me back in time, and, and it makes you think, you know, who were the people that walked these streets? And what conversations were they having? Were they arguing? Were there actually shootouts? Because during the conference, there actually was a reenactment of a live shootout. And imagine just sitting there in a downtown area waiting on your train, and here comes somebody that they just got in a a bar brawl, and they're going to have a little shootout in the street. Oh, no, but it used to happen. Mm -hmm. Used to happen. It's part of our history. And there's so many different things about Muskogee that I think people don't really realize because Mm -hmm. they're so used to just walking around and taking a look at the same things that they see every day. Right, over and over and over again, and you kind of become, I guess, desensitized would be the word to it. It's like you drive through your neighborhood. If someone is building a new home or someone's having a remodel done, that sticks out because it's Mm -hmm. different in your neighborhood. You look at it like every day, and then when they get it done, you don't even pay attention to it anymore. You know (laughs) what I mean? It's like something's got to change. Or you could have this mental shift to go, hey, I just want to learn more. You're going to learn a lot of things, like where the McEntee Jewelry sign is, that Mm -hmm. Building. It's the first skyscraper in northeast Oklahoma or in eastern Oklahoma, and that means it was the tallest structure at its time, even over buildings in Tulsa. Yeah, absolutely. And it's now on the uh, national uh, register and, and all of that. It's recognized. Mm-hmm. It's but recognized it's... on the national uh, list of historic places. I Very believe. good. That's so, what I was trying to remember. And, you know, it's interesting. I know that they are about to undergo a renovation inside because they uh, had some problems during the winter. I think the pipe bust or something. Oh, but no. I spoke with one of the people who are in charge of overseeing that renovation and they are trying to upkeep it as well as possible to exactly what it was. They're restoring it. They're not replacing it. So those original fixtures and everything are still in there. It's Such beautiful. a fascinating piece of history and yet you can drive by it if you work and operate in downtown like we do. Mm-hmm. I pay a little more attention probably than the average person because I've studied the building and I find it fascinating and somebody might say, you're weird. You could sit and <laughs> stare at a building for 10 minutes and I'm thinking, yeah, I really can because when you look at the style of it, mm-hmm. the architect was never designated, so they don't know who the exact architect, but the design and style um, was of a Chicago nature. Mm-hmm. And so I think some people have tried to maybe write down or pin down who the architect was, but they've never been actually able to document it. But there's very ornamental things happening on the exterior of the building, things you just don't see in modern day construction. Mm-hmm. And when you go inside a building like that, like the fixtures, and the, they're just completely different. The flooring as well. Uh, The thing about those old buildings is, you know, it it took so long to build them. I'm talking several years instead of the, the quick building structures that we have now because it was all craftsmanship. Some of these things were shipped in that could have come internationally and overseas and they had to be handcrafted there and shipped overseas and then brought to us in the middle of the country. Right. And put together by by artists it's it wasn't just somebody that decided to put a few boards together i know it's so amazing and i think now don't give me don't hold me to it but i think the cost what do you think the cost do you know the answer to this i don't yet what do you think the cost of the surety building and i believe it's eight stories tall mm-hmm. sits there at third and broadway yeah it's third yes. and broadway what do you think the total cost of construction was in 1910 Hmm. I want to say $20,000. Well, it was low. Was it that low? Oh, okay. <laughs> 325000 I think. Okay. But you're looking at 
twenty million. Oh yeah, now today to build a building. I like want to say the property tax on that alone for years probably I know, right? like twenty thousand yeah, dollars now. So. You're probably right. Yet it still stands today as a testimony of our history. Mm-hmm. I think it's a beautiful building, but we have many buildings, Seavers buildings, but mm-hmm. we could go on and on with this stuff. But as far as the railroads, our part of the country, then of course you've got the history of Fort Gibson. Yes. And Wagner, believe it or not, was the very first city in in the state of Oklahoma to actually be incorporated. Doesn't mean it was the first city, but well, there's a lot of history within this 20, 25 mile range. And then there's Tallahassee, which is just on the outskirts to the north of Muskogee mm-hmm. here, completely filled with Native American and African American history. There's just so much. And I Rennysville think, as well. Oh, absolutely. And then, of course, Rennysville now known for the blues. The blues. I love it. <laughs> we have so much here and it's an exciting place. And, and I'm glad you came on to talk about it because there are good things and good places. And sometimes you think you have to go on this excursion or road trip to see something interesting. Well, you can, but I also think there's a lot of five-minute trips you could make, mm-hmm. and you might spend an hour or several hours there and be completely fascinated by something that you've been driving by for 20 years. And had no idea had the history no idea. of what all happened. Exactly. Well, uh, I wish you the best with your new position, tourism director, Jordan Jorgensen, the guest on the podcast today, and uh, I want to thank her. How can someone reach out to you and make contact with t- tourism here in Muskogee? Now, you've got a great website. You've mm-hmm. got a lot of great stuff working. Yeah, so... So uh, thanks so much for having me. You guys sure. can get a hold of me, visit muskogee.com and go to contact. I am also available on the Facebook page or Instagram. That is the same name. Just visit Muskogee. Visit Muskogee. Mm-hmm. How easy is that? It's pretty easy. I like to keep it simple as much as I can. We'll narrow some of this content down in the future. I'd like to have mm-hmm. you back on the podcast and maybe we could fo- focus on a specific good event or some good food. I have some done good history. Good... And history, of <laughs> course. I love it. Jordan, thanks for being here. Of course. And also... Also, don't forget that uh, since we're talking about trains, the Big Boy Steam Engine is going to be coming through on August 12th. Don't want to miss that. Don't want to miss that. It'll be stopping uh, in town at 1.30 p.m. We're going to try and have a block party from 12 to 3. So we're going to be out and celebrating and ready for it to come through. I can't wait. Now, this is a thunderous mm-hmm. steam Okay, we got to make sure you understand. This is like the the vintage steam engine mm-hmm. with big billows of steam rising off of it and the roar of these big giant. This is going to be amazing. They've restored these engines. I think there's 25 of them that they have restored and they are bringing it through from Cheyenne and it's making a large loop and they're going to make a stop in Muskogee. All right, and the date on that again? August 12th, 1.30 p.m. is when it stops. Then you'll know when it arrives, I promise. <laughs> yes, you will. Awesome. Jordan, thanks for being here this morning. You're listening to the good news. Thank you for joining us this week and be sure to catch next week's podcast. New episodes available every Sunday. This program airs across social media and on the air Sunday mornings at 6 a.m. on Okie Country 101.7. Get it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and on our Facebook page at Okie Country 101.7. In this world, bad news steals the headlines, but this is where the light shines through the darkness. Remember the saying, obstacles are what you see when you take your eye off the goal. Until next time, I'm Cliff Castillo.